Welcome back to ANC and Uncle's News Corporation. We got a new episode for you. A damn good episode, so tune in. Yeah, we're talking about Easter. Exposing Easter as really, um, we've talked about the beasts, huh. you know, on. Of Revelation. As a pagan holiday. Yeah, and, and the beast promotes it, you know, and when it makes sense, the beast, it says that they all wondered after the beast. Yeah. And I believe, like, this Easter and Christmas, these <coughs> holidays with these pagan roots are uh, <coughs> being promoted by the beast. And, uh, we're just trying to tell everybody that, you know, there's a reason why these are so glorified, you know, these times of year. Yeah. We, we know that Christmas is, you know, re- all revolves around the moon and stuff. And uh, the winter solstice. Like how? Well, it's the winter solstice. It's oh. the, <coughs> the winter solstice happens, occurs... Which oh. is the first day of winter. It occurs, and then three days later is Christmas Eve. Oh. And so that is like the the sun dying. It's dying at that point in the year. It dies, and then three days later, it's reborn at 12 o'clock midnight, and this is where Catholicism has the midnight mass on Christmas Eve. It's it's all intertwined with the seasons, the four seasons, and... So none of it has anything to do with Jesus Christ. Not at all. Jesus Christ is just sublimented into the, uh, into the equation. Dude... It's the same thing with Easter. My whole life I've been taught to eat Easter was about Jesus. No, really, Easter is just not really nothing more than a uh, celebration of the vernal equinox of oh. spring, beginning of spring. It's a fertility rite. So that's why we got the bunnies and the eggs. It's They're all sex cult, uh, pagan sun and moon worship symbols. Oh. You know what I mean? And the beast, you know, that... Everybody wonders after and following these so, you know, diligently, <laughs> you know, everybody's like, if you're not celebrating Christmas or Easter with your family, then what's wrong with you? Kind of, you know, <laughs> they make you feel that way. But really, it's just the wandering of the people after the beast and its ways and the and it's paganism, you know, really, ultimately, because... We just saw it, how Christmas has to do with the the winter solstice. You know, it has nothing to do with Jesus Christ. It has to do with the sun dying, being reborn three days later, as a young boy, baby in a manger. Then the vernal equinox of Easter, the pagan rites of Ishtar. Once again, the plays on words are are crazy here. The beast loves to do plays on words on things. Yeah. Where they take like a pagan word and then kind of twist it around. Yeah. 
and make it something else. Like, they did this with uh, Chrysler cars. Oh. It used to be called Dime, uh, Daimler Chrysler, remember? What? Yeah, Daimler Chrysler. Daimler Chrysler. Daimler Chrysler. Yeah, Chrysler. Chrysler cars, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it was called Daimler Chrysler. But oh. really, it's really named after the pagan uh, god... A Daimochios Chrysor. It's like, this was a pagan god of sun worship back in ancient times. Doesn't that sound oddly like the name of Chrysler cars? Daimler Chrysler, Daimochios Chrysor? Like, it sounds like very similar. <laughs> I think. It's a good point. And it's the same thing with, it, I believe, with Easter. It's so close to Ishtar. And Ishtar was a fertility goddess... That was celebrated at this same time of year. So, does Easter really have anything to do with Jesus? Or does it have to do with uh, Ishtar, the, the moon goddess worship in ancient times? Just like Daimler Chrysler. Does uh, it really have to do with cars? Or does it have to, have to do with a pagan god? <laughs> you know what I mean? I think most congregations of people in mass or whatever are posers. Probably. Posers that want to be have, want to have the Christian faith but Well yeah and that's true and that, that's a good point that you make because that's exactly what Jesus says in the last days. He says there's going to be a bunch of people who are going to say, Lord, Lord. But did, like Jesus will say, like, I never knew you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So basically, it's going to, they're going to be having a form of godliness. But Jesus is going to deny these people and because they're posers. Yeah. And I think that people who sell Christians, who call themselves Christians, who celebrate Easter, huh? you know... Are kind of posers too because it's like you're supposed to worship Jesus in spirit and in truth. And if you're like celebrating Jesus on a on a pagan goddess's fertility rights day, uh-huh. that sex cult occultists or whatever celebrate, you know, as one of their holy days. Yeah. To me, it seems like that is doing a disservice to Jesus. Yeah. You know, so I mean, that's not worshiping in spirit and in truth. And that's probably why Jesus would say that. It's just like, hey, you claim to be a Christian, but you were like celebrating celebrating me on a pagan goddess's fertility rights day. <laughs> like that's not I don't know. But it seems it's because it's the beast. The beast yeah. is in control and the beast wants to indoctrinate and enforce. Remember, the beast is what forces everybody to take the mark of the beast. It forces everybody. It doesn't give you a chance, a choice really. I think the mark of the beast can come in a few different ways. I think the mark of the beast could be the celebration of Easter itself, Riley. Uh-huh. Because it's thinking and acting accordingly, once again. Just like the, the vaccination. Yeah. You know, it's thinking and acting accordingly to the mandates. What is a mandate? It's an enforcement. Yeah. It's using force to get you to do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what the beast does, and it's like... I think that people who, like, are taking all these things, doing all these things, like, following suit, like, too too quickly, too easily, like, 
I don't know, man. I don't think it's like a good thing, you know? Yeah, and so I think like Easter, I think it's kind of clear like what is like kind of the uh, kind of going on here. You know, that people are kind of being duped again on this one. I think they're kind of getting duped a little bit. <laughs> Just like with the with the vaccinations. Yeah. And it sounds all good. You know, people say, oh, well, I just want to go spend time with my family. You know, I just want to be spend time with my family. I think that that's a good thing. You know, it's like, yeah, that's great. But I'm just saying, like, like it's... <laughs> There's... There are people out there that don't want to get the vaccine, that know what's up, and these poor people, for instance, my sister's family has had COVID like three times, (laughs) all of them. And they've all been vaccinated? None of them have. None of them been vaccinated? No. Wow. They don't want to get vaccinated. That's good. But they've had the disease like four times, three times. Just the brakes. <laughs> At least he didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. They can live the bitch another day. <laughs> live the bitch another day. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed, they can. <laughs> but, uh, that goes to show you you don't, you can make it if you don't get vaccinated. You might get sick, but you can make it through. You really don't know, man. Uh-huh. You really don't know. You could... Could make it, might not. Uh, yes. I guess. Um. Life's uncertain. <laughs> Never know, man. Here today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, I think that uh, exposing Easter is a good thing, though. It's a positive thing. It's trying to encourage people to, you know, think outside the box. I recently watched a thing on YouTube about your innermost feelings really don't matter at all. At all in the grand scheme of things, people only care about your interaction with them or whatever, how you conduct yourself with people. Yeah. What you feel doesn't matter. It only matters how you interact. 
how you interact amongst people. Yeah. What I guess you, what, that makes a little bit of sense. What do you feel inside Dungeon Mandarin? Is one of the boards Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the beast though, man. Gotta watch out for the beast, I think. <laughs> He's on the prowl. Yeah, but... The, the beast is probably no different than Sin himself. And... I find myself saying... Sin, get out of my head all the time because... Well, the beast is Satan himself. You're right, Riley. Yeah, but he wished he picked you off a weakest point. Yeah. Yep. Right when you want to. Right when you feel like you're doing good and not giving in to temptation. Yeah. He comes at you with the offer you can't resist. <laughs> he could, yeah. Possible. He's tricky. Huh. But it says in the scriptures that he's the one that gives the beast his power and authority. Oh. It says that ancient crooked serpent, the devil. So he is the one that's like behind like all of this stuff, like the promotion of Easter and and we saw that like in the time of the Reformation, you know, like history tells us that like the reformers in the Middle Ages and stuff, um, people that started to branch away from Catholicism, like they said that Catholicism was the Antichrist, and you know these are people who you know set up great church denominations like Methodists and uh, you know Baptists and, uh, and Lutheran and and to think I got like 11 years old I got up every fucking Sunday morning because mm -hmm. my mom was on ass yep. to go to church yeah, and see, this also goes back. Sunday is the day of sun worship. That's why it's called Sunday. Yeah. And this is the beast does this intentionally. Calls the days even the... Because all this stuff gives power to the beast. When the beast uses symbols like Daimachios Chrysor and Ishtar, all this stuff is encoded like very clandestinely into the fabric and framework of our reality. Like so, it gives power to the, the devil, to Satan, the one who gives the beast his great power and authority so like when we understand that this is how it's all intertwined and works it's no wonder your family was wondering after the beast riley like uh -huh. to go and worship the sun worship of jesus doesn't we want to be worshiped on sunday on the day of 
that the ancient pagans worship the sun. Yeah. Worship and, Ishtar and Daimochio's Chrysor. Yeah. Why try to knock it down to one day a week? Yeah. That's the main day. It's like the first, every week is dedicated to, to Satan, <laughs> to paganism. Uh-huh. And, and they want to start the week off. They want, well, every, actually, every day of the week is interconnected to uh is interconnected to a pagan god. Sunday is the day of the sun worship. Apollo, Dionysius, Tammuz, Horus. Then, then we have Monday is the day of the moon, moon day, <laughs> which is the day of Ishtar, Easter. Yeah, when the, the moon goddess, because it was sun, moon. Sunday was the worship of Horus, Tammuz, Apollo, like, well, that was their day, you know, depending on what ancient civilization you were in, maybe even Vishnu. Uh, Sunday. Yep. And then, you have Monday, Moon Day, that's the day of Ishtar, uh, Diana, in Roman civilization would have been, the day of Diana would be Moon Day. Then you have Tuesday, that was the day of Daimochios Chrysor, Vulcan, Mars, the god of fire. Then you have uh, you have Wednesday. That was the day of uh, Hermes. Hermes was the the god of uh, the great teacher who taught men arithmetic and uh, mathematics and stuff of that nature that made men smart, like gave man gnosis. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then you have Thursday, which is the day of Thor. Thor. He was the he was the the Horus figure. He was the sun, the sun, uh, the sun god, because Thor's father was Odin. Odin was the great god. He was the Jupiter. He was the Zeus. In the sun worship system. So it's like it's all interconnected to the sun, dude. Like and the sun gods. Because all these were sun gods, or or they're moon goddesses depending on their sexuality. So, is that... Is that religion idolizing the sun? Yeah, of course it is. All these religions were... They were the ancient pagan sun worship systems of all over the world. Like, we talked about Egypt. We talked about um, Babylon. Not Rome. the sun? Hell no. Uh, pantheism. It's worshiping the elements instead of the creator. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, but the, that's what the pagans did too. They worshiped everything. They worshiped the magic mushroom in India. The Amanita Muscaria. Soma. I think we talked about that. But yeah, it's all that we just talked about. Half of the, half of the whole week dedicated, uh-huh. dedicated to the beast. Friday wasn't the day of the moon goddess. I can't Frigo. help. I can't help them think. Getting vaccinated is not is 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 not 
I think it, it yeah, it was a definite strategic move, like definitely, and like I feel like like laying things out, dude. You know, <sighs> like it's like either you're you were duped or like you weren't. Ugh. And all this stuff, it's all interconnected with it, man. Like you said, like you said, the mark of the beast is like multifaceted kind of thing, you know. Yeah, it is though. Yeah. There'll like, be a, a number of things. Yeah, like I said, I just believe it has to do with people thinking and acting accordingly. Mark on the forehead represents thoughts. Mark on the hand represents action. Yeah. And the the beast, the system wants to force people to to think and act accordingly to what they want. Think. Conform. Conform, exactly. And either you're a conformist or you're a nonconformist, and a nonconformist is an anarchist. It's the only way you can the only way you can classify it, dude. Against everything, dude. Uh-huh. It has to be because it's all just the beast, dude. It, like everything that is something in the system is the beast is in control of it. Uh-huh. Like, to some capacity and degree. Yeah. You just have to go about your way and decide when it's okay to help the beast and when it's okay to not do that or whatever. <laughs> I don't think there's ever a time you can help the beast. <laughs> You can't, you can't help him at all, man. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, the beast is definitely going to want your help. <laughs> he wants everybody's help. But we're coming against him. Coming against him on this show, like, trying to expose him. Expose it. You know, and that is, like... An act of anarchism. It has Expose to be. Expose it, it. It. Because there's no sex. Yeah, there isn't. It's non-sexual. It's just powerful. <laughs> Full of power. Because it can... Has the ability to control all these different facets of our reality. You know? And it's not one particular person. There's no antichrist. There, there is an antichrist. It's, he's called the Pope. Yeah. He's called the the Vatican. What the reformers were just talking about came against and said was the Antichrist way back when. Back in the time of the Middle Ages. And then they created the Jesuit order for Ignatius Loyola at the top, the Catholics, to stamp yeah. out the Reformation and stop it. And they couldn't. <laughs> it flourished and spread to the Americas and set up shop here in the United States where we live. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. We were able to know the truth about God about Christianity and Jesus the beast couldn't stop it God allowed it dude uh, that's words that God allowed it yep and just like with the uh, Bible the Bible is very accurate in its translation and we know that by the Dead Sea Scrolls that were found in 1948 beginning of their uh, being found by the Bedouin shepherds in in the uh, caves 
Yeah, and UCLA, University of UCLA validated scriptures as being accurate. So, I don't know what people more you want to hear, dude. It's all oh. true. Bible's true. Book Revelation is, like, accurate and true. And we're just, like, we're just saying, hey, dude, like, this, I believe, is the time it was talking about, man. Yeah. It's hard to... What do you go towards now? What do you pray to? This... Yahweh. Yeah. Us guys know there's only one God, but... The rest of humanity seems lost. They're lost in a ritualistic system of paganism that started way back when, back in before the flood, is what happened. They're still lost in those ways because they're wandering after the beast. They're wandering after Satan. And these people... Not just America. They're not the only drunk people. America's not the only drunk people on the wine of the false teachings of the whore of Babylon, which is Catholicism. (laughs) (laughs) Serious shit, man. The whole world's drunk off the wine of the false teachings. And it even says that the saints are drunk off the wine of the false teachings. And it's saying, God says to those people too, he's saying, come out of her, my people. Come out of that, that drunkenness of Ishtar worship and Christianity under the synchronistic name of Christ. It's not Jesus. Okay. False. It's false. Oh. Sorry, folks. Duped. <laughs> Unfortunately, (laughs) we're not trying to be mean. We're just trying to help people. We're just trying to encourage people to come out of Babylon. Educate. Yeah, we're just encouraging people to come out of Babylon because it's like when you see the truth and you don't engage in it, you don't get the jab, you don't worship Easter, (laughs) you're liberated. You're like, I'm free from that bondage. And you see so many other people that are and you feel sorry for them. (laughs) And I may I cannot think of how I grew up worshiping on this pagan holiday for forty years. Well, see what they do in in Catholicism too, Riley, is like they get you while you're young, and they indoctrinate you when you're young into that shit. Where it's just like they. Program it rudimentarily into your life early on. And who does that? Who gets you up on Sunday morning? Your mother. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like on the down low, she's she's evil. (laughs) Oh shit. Well, I would say that being in the Catholicism could make one evil, yes. Because <laughs> it's pure evil. <laughs> she insisted on me getting up for church every Sunday just like 11 or 12. Well, think about this, Riley. It's like a, a priest. He like wears all black with just this little bit of white right yeah. here around his like neck. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's like... 
a whole lot of darkness and a little bit of light. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's really what it symbolizes to me, occultly, from an occult perspective. Yeah. It is, though. Uh-huh. All black and a little bit of white. <laughs> a little bit of white on the top. <laughs> It's probably because of his speech comes from his neck, his larynx area, and it's it's when people see that it's like his speech is good. Yeah. <laughs> it's white or something. I don't know. It's like all very psychological, because he speaks a word you know from his mouth and like comes from this area, like neck region and You're mouth. You do everything the Catholic gives up is holy. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, think about, like, nunneries, too, and stuff like that. Like, that's kind of a weird thing. Like, it's almost kind of like a place for, like, women to go and, like, just dike out and have orgies and stuff, like, in a secluded place. It's like, yes, they're virgins. They've never been with men, but they like, they like muff diving a lot. Nunneries? Yeah. Is that what they do there? I don't know. It seems like it could be, though. Because it's very all secluded and on the down low. Like, you drive by these places and they're just like, they got walls. They're just like, it looks like they got prisoners in there or something. Like, you can't see or look in. Like, what are they doing in there? Like, it's just, it's kind of freaking weird. And he's like, they dress really weird. Or it just seems that kind of like a weird sex cult. <laughs> to me, like, of women. Usually very ugly. <laughs> Doing each other. Yeah, just scissoring and... <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. Scissoring and... Scissor me timbers. And mouth driving and the whole nine yards. And we're back now here. Reverend Viteria here, bringing the fire and brimstone of the Lord. Here on this most unholy of days, Easter. The ho- holy is a pagan holiday. <laughs> we got Reverend Higginbotham here in the house. And Gracia was her presence. Presence of Jesus. Celebrating the Passover right now. We don't celebrate the pagan religions here on A and C. Anarchy Christian. Uh-huh. Christian Network. I guess you could say anarchist Christians. Yep. Anarchist Church of Christ, be exact. <laughs> We're just receiving donations now. Please get out the checkbooks. <laughs> and send and send your and send your support. <laughs> Stinky britches do just fine too, though. <laughs> Except in stinky britches donations as well. Stinky britches. You know, lady folk like to sit in there on the draws. 
as offerings unto the Lord. Very fragrant indeed. We put those on the altars and sacrifice them. Pleasing offering unto the Lord. And we're back. You got something to say, Rigger Hitbottom? Yeah, I don't know where we're all headed, but I think that the path of salvation is diverse. In ways. How so? Meaning one way is not the way. There's a lot of ways to be closer to God and to be a good Christian. One thing is caring for other people. Some of the primary commandments of Jesus, yes, indeed. Going over on the highway when you see someone's held up with car troubles or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's called being a good Samaritan. It's service. Service is what the Lord's looking for. <laughs> service done to other people. We're doing a service here on ANC. For all you five folk out there. That's right. Trying to educate people on the roots of Easter. young man that's a good thing right now stream me to my bed <laughs> bedridden bedridden that makes it sound awful that makes it sound awful I'm really comfortable <laughs> like we're saying before you're not doing so bad now now, are you? Yeah, you don't drink and podcast. That's right. Listen to this fine music here. Huh. Some technical music. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, if you don't mind, I need to go into the refrigerator and get me another refreshment. <laughs> Get to
This episode is sponsored by Michelob Ultra Infusions. Lime and prickly pear carcass. Variable in six packs. Or drinking that's where all the little sounds are. <laughs> We're adding to our bus. We're have a have a little bit of refreshments here on the set. On the set of A and C. <laughs> Yeah, really, all this goes back, though. All goes back to the ancient times. Well? Yeah. Everything. Everything is nothing new under the sun out there. <laughs> it's all day washing. Yep. losses we ever been. Yep. Cycled a thousand times. <laughs> Here in the great discotheque of the Lord, here down here, concrete jungle. <laughs> but really, what do we worry about? We worry about our next president. Worry about. Is this virus contained now and not just airborne fucking everybody up everywhere? Could be. Very well could be. <laughs> Those are the tasks at hand of the mass populace of the folk out there, indeed. <laughs> Those are the cares of this world, <laughs> you might say. <laughs> but we ain't care with those cares. <sighs> Our cares are only to bear witness to the testimony of Jesus and keep the commandments of God now. And that's loving our neighbor as ourselves and loving God with our heart, mind, and soul. Amen, brother. There we go. Not complicated or anything. <laughs> Being that guy that goes alongside the highway helps that person. That's loving your neighbor as yourself right there. Uh -huh. <laughs> 